Yo. Welcome in, everybody. Yo, yo. Welcome back to the Sports Corner. Um, it's football season. Football's back. Yeah, it's football it's season. Exciting. Um, we got season opener c- coming up tomorrow. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl champs, going for their title defense against starting off against the Dallas Cowboys and a healthy Dak Prescott, hopefully. Because I'd like Supposedly. to see the Cowboys with a healthy Dak Prescott. Otherwise, they're just garbage. Yeah. Um. But last year, it's going to be interesting to see how that injury affects Dak. Because last year, Dak was fucking on fire. Fire! Um. But yeah, we're going to break down this game a little bit. Uh, we'll talk about the game. We're going to talk about fantasy-relevant stuff going on with the game. Should you start players? Should you sit players? Um. And that's about it, man. If you enjoy the, the channel, hit the subscribe button. We're up to 10 subscribers in like a week, so that's fucking baller. Yep. Thank um, you all them subscribers. Thank you all that there subscribers. Appreciate you. Oh, uh, thank you. Hit the like button. Appreciate you guys. Uh, now let's talk some freaking football. First off, do you think this is going to be a close game? I just got to know. <sighs> I feel like it's going to be a high-scoring game. You know how it's always like the first week of the NFL? It always feels like the defenses are really sloppy and stuff, and just like you see some crazy games, and just teams aren't, even with the preseason, teams just aren't that tight usually. Yeah, I think this could be that, especially with how bad Dallas' defense is. If Tampa Bay comes in and their offense, I can imagine, would be, or it'd be hard to imagine they wouldn't be already kind of clicking. If they keep going up, I think it's going to end up being Dak throwing the ball a lot. So I think this could be like a a high-scoring game. But I just don't know if Dallas would be able to score enough points to keep up because the Buccaneers' defense is way better than the Cowboys' defense, even though I just said that defenses play kind of shitty. But they still, you know, they are still better overall. You know, It's not even close. Tampa Bay's defense is just on a different fucking level. Yeah, um, Dallas, and they didn't lose nothing over the offseason. They retained everybody. Right. So. Dallas will be lucky to have a average defense this year. Um, their defense was fucking abysmal last year. Yeah. Um, but they got, they had Dak, like he was on pace for, I don't even know what, but it was going to be a record season. It felt like he was going to throw for 5,000, almost 6,000 yards the way he started the season. Started hot. He um, was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, he was the only reason they were in in football games. And once he went down, it was it was a tough watch. If you watch Cowboys games, I don't usually. Um, I have a buddy who's a Cowboys fan, so sometimes it's fun to watch him when they're terrible and make fun of him. Um, and Zach Martin is going to be out tomorrow too, which yes. is not going to help the Cowboys either. Yes, so it'll be interesting to see if uh what Zeke can do. Um. He's probably you know, his best lineman down. It's disappointing that Dak went down and like, I loved watching Zeke in college and even coming out. It was like, oh, he's like one cowboy. I kind of like, you know, but it's just, I don't know. It's kind of disappointing. He was still decent last year, but just, you know, I thought the team still would have been good having that kind of solid bell cow back to kind of just run the ball even without a quarterback. But I don't yeah, know, it just didn't seem to work well, out too well. It wasn't just Dak hurt last year, too. There were a lot of fans. They had, like, three offensive linemen hurt. 
Yeah, I know so that's their a factor. line was beat up. Yeah, that is a factor. But Zeke did have fumbling issues last year. He wasn't really in shape last year. Uh, I know that was a huge criticism. Yeah, um, and that's you know that's probably the COVID too that probably really messed up that yeah. like schedule routine. That complacency. He's been in the league enough. He's been doing it successfully, so I could see that playing a factor as well. Yeah. Um. But that's going to be tough. I mean, this is number one running defense last year. I mean, anything can change from year to year. Um, who knows? Tampa could be dog shit against the run. I highly doubt it, but yeah, I highly doubt it. It could too. be. You never know. Um, but losing Martin the first game—that's it's going to be tough. It's probably a bigger factor than it's being portrayed because it's not really being talked about. But um. I do feel like the story about Dak coming back healthy is kind of the bigger. It is. It's story, the, which it I is do, a big which story. I do get. I mean, he did sign that big, big ass contract, you know. And the Cowboys always are like, you know, the talk of the NFL and how yeah. all that shit goes. So I get it, but yeah, it doesn't seem like they really talk about the Zach Martin thing. Which I, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a big factor. Yeah, it can't. Um, be. Yeah, Dak, one hundred percent is the storyline. Um, I mean, it's always the quarterback, right? But especially when That's it's a true. high profile. Yeah. Dallas brings in the money. Dak Prescott. Um, and he was on a crazy trajectory last year. Um, yeah. Something I didn't think he had. I'll be honest with you. I didn't think he had that level of play in him. We'll see if he can I get back either. to it. I was a Dak hater for a long time. I still am not a fan at all. But last year was kind of like, all right, I, I might have to give him his respect. I might not yeah. like him, but. So yeah, we'll see how that uh, how that goes this year. Um, there is a cowboy though that I love this year, mainly fantasy reasons. But CD Lamb, I I yeah. think he's kind of like the golden boy of that team this year. Hard knocks, obviously, he was featured a lot. Um, he had a great rookie campaign. Even when Dak went down, he produced. Yeah, he was still um, solid. So it'll be fun to see if Dak can stay healthy how Lamb and Cooper fit into the offense together. Because I know Cooper's kind of coming back. I think he, what, had ankle surgery? Maybe it wasn't surgery, but he had a hurt ankle or something. Something He's like that. I know he, from... he was, like, walking in a boot, wasn't it, at the beginning yeah. of the preseason? Um, but he did get out there and play a little bit, practice and practice, and I think he's all go, so... It will be yeah, interesting to see. I mean, this Dallas has a high, high-powered offense. When Dak yeah. is healthy, their their offense is as as good as anybody else's in the league. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how Tampa Bay can handle that. Like you said, first week might be some communication issues, even though they're they retained everybody. You just never know. You never know. It's the know. first live like game that matters. Right. So even though you have the preseason, which this year you had, even though it was a game short, you still had three as compared to last year, there was no preseason. Right. But even still being the first live actual game that matters, yeah, you're going to see things here and there that I think, you know, yeah, and a little bit of a mess. I mean, not to mention, this is a statement game for Dallas. I mean, you go, you open the year in Tampa, they're, they're hoisting their banner, and you go in there and beat them, that's a statement. Oh, yeah. You guys sure. are, you guys, Dak is healthy, and we are a legit contender. Um, So we'll see. I mean, I think week one, Tampa got destroyed by the Saints last year, if I remember correctly. I and mean, I Drew Brees fucking back, lit them up. But... Um, so yeah, it, it, I mean, it'll be interesting. It'll be an interesting game. 
Um, before we get into fantasy stuff, who do you think is going to win? I do think it is going to be the Buccaneers just because it is Tom Brady and that offense is nasty. Bruce Arians is a good coach. He's running a good, like, good tight ship over there. Seems like they got things going. I think the Buccaneers are going to come out on top. I do too. And I think that defense is going to play probably the difference there just because it is so much better than the Cowboys. Yeah, I think um, I think the win, I'll, I'll, I think it'll be a close game, like 34-24, something like that. You know, um, the Bucks might add like a late field goal to kind of put it out of reach, but I think, it, I think it'll relatively be a close game, entertaining game. Um, it should be entertaining. Should, should be. be entertaining. The there's a lot of different football. Fan- <laughs> but yeah, first live football, there's a lot of people's fantasy players going. So. A lot, yeah. Uh, let's talk about some of those guys. Um, who is, uh, who do you think quarterback wise will have the better, better fantasy game, Dak or Tom? That's tough. Oh, that's tough. I don't know. I think I want to say Dak, even though I'm telling, I'm saying that they're going to lose the game, but I just think cause they're just going to have to throw the ball so much more to try and keep up. And I don't know, the Buccaneers and Tom Brady are just really efficient, you know, like with the way they do things. I would say Dak, even though I think they're going to lose a game. I agree. I was hoping you'd say Tom Brady so that we would disagree on this, but I agree. (laughs) I think uh, Dak's going to have to be super Dak to to keep them in this game. So I agree with you. Dak Dak could sneak in a rushing, rushing touchdown. He might have less yards passing, but Dak's legs are a factor. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's Dak Prescott. Um, let's do uh, both these teams are loaded at wide receiver. Um, so give me your wide receiver that you think is going to lead the team in fantasy points for the Cowboys and which receiver is going to lead Tampa in fantasy points. Well, I'll make the Cowboys easy. I think it's going to be CeeDee Lamb. I, I like him. I think he's going to be a beast this year too. His second year, I personally think he's a better receiver than Amari Cooper. Uh-huh. But I guess we'll see. You know how the season plays out. But for Tampa, I think first off you start all three wide receivers. I think they're all three definitely relevant. And also, until you really see kind of how this offense kind of shapes up going through the season, on who ends up kind of sucking up more targets than others, and then you kind of like you know do a start sit type thing. But I think this first game, I think it's going to be Mike Evans. Just when they get down to that red zone, that is Tom Brady's man. He's a yeah. huge red zone target. He, he has always been. I think this first game, I think it could be Evans walking away as the top scoring receiver um, for Tampa. I, I could totally see that with Tampa. Um, yeah. When they get down the red zone, it seems like Brady locks onto Evans. Um, it's understandable. The guy's fucking like, huge. Yeah. Um, and he's he is a good receiver. I mean, he gets a lot of shade because he's very touchdown dependent for fantasy. Uh, but he's still he's I, you know I was looking at his stats earlier too because like there's been seasons I really like him and seasons I kind of become sort of an Evans hater. But like I was just reading something earlier today and it was talking about his seventh straight thousand yard season. I was like, you know, that's pretty impressive in itself. Yeah. And then I'm looking. Outside of two seasons, he's never scored less than eight touchdowns. That yeah. like it's he always finds the end zone. 
Yeah, and that's what we were saying before is like, you know, some guys have their MO. He is touchdown dependent, but he gets the volume and targets in the red zone that he's touchdown dependent without the kind of negative connotations that come with that. In a I agree. Sense, you know, he is the opposite touchdown dependent player that Adam Thielen is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Thielen is touchdown Adam dependent. Thielen, but that's 100%. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I. I, I like your Mike Evans pick. I'm going with my boy. I think Antonio Brown is going to surprise some people this year. I really do. Um, I bought a lot of fucking stock in that guy this year. Um, the efficiency numbers when Brady and Brown are on the field together are off the charts. He was leading the team in targets, I believe, once he got into like the flow of things, so to speak, right before the playoffs and then into the playoffs. You could tell it was just different. He doesn't have to be the number one guy. There's just no pressure on him. He's not being a fucking total jackass anymore. Yeah, um, that, a lot of that stuff seemed to calm down. Yes. Um. So I think it's Antonio Brown, especially against a Dallas defense. I think Brady can sit back there. Brown isn't that beat you over the top guy anymore. He'll take no. he'll take the checkdowns to Brown. He'll take the drag routes to Brown, the bench routes, and I I think Brown. I'm not saying he'll out yardage Mike Evans. I should I should preface if we're doing PPR, which if you're not doing PPR, just go watch something else. Um, <laughs> I guess if you're doing half PPR, this sort of counts. I it's the same know. thing. It's the same know. thing. Um, half PPR, you might as well just go full PPR and stop being yeah. a baby about it. Um. But I think Antonio Brown might finish this game with like nine catches for 70, 80 yards. Maybe a touchdown. Who knows? I can um, see that. Yeah. I, I could see him having a really nice, efficient game uh, this year, uh, tomorrow night. Um, as yeah, far as Dallas, I agree. I, I, I think I would lead towards CeeDee Lamb, but I think Amari Cooper is a sneaky. He, he's, he's, he's a bomb guy, man. He could catch one bomb and it's, it's, True. He's in there. So I think CD and Cooper are good picks for this week. They they are good, yeah. All these receivers honestly are must starts this week too. All of them really are. Yeah, I agree. If I have Evans, Godwin, or Antonio Brown, I'm probably starting one of them. Just because Dallas's defense is so bad. Mm -hmm. There's gonna Um, be plenty of opportunities, I feel like, in this game. And I would start I would start Cooper and I would start CD Lamb, obviously. It's week one. You're not gonna no, and that and that too. Like, even though we talked about the run defense for the Bucks, if you have Zeke, you're starting him. He's your stud. You yeah. drafted him. Most likely, got a first round, late first round, maybe early second. I don't know, depending on how he goes. But unless you, you're you loaded, him, you're you're starting him. To unless be loaded, loaded. not start Zeke. Oh, well, dude, if you started your draft like Zeke, Najee Harris, David Montgomery, I might consider sitting Zeke. For Montgomery, maybe think about it. I still don't know if I would, but yeah, it would be tough. It. I mean, it would be a fucking ballsy play. But yeah, those are the, those are the plays that you know sometimes when you game. But this is a game where you can see Zeke having this like a... twelve points into the fourth quarter, and then he all of a sudden catches a touchdown or something, and he's got twenty. Yeah, you know, by the end of the game. So I would start Zeke. I'm not saying sit Zeke. Um, Interesting enough, I know we talked just before this. I, I'm telling you right now, if you're in a league and, you know, the guy who took Zeke doesn't like it or, you you know, like, 
he's a little sketched on taking Zeke and having Zeke after week one. He might be even more sketched out if he has a bad week, and you might be able to trade for that guy after week one with, with way cheaper price than you th- could think possible. Definitely. If he goes out tomorrow and just has a dud week, for sure you could probably snake Zeke from somebody on the cheap. Yeah. I drafted Zeke in one of my leagues. I'm not going to be a person that sells low if he has a dud. I think he'll bounce back the rest of the season because I'm going to chalk it up the first week. Tough defense, tough team. I mean, it's Tom Brady. They're coming off a Super Bowl win. It's, you know, just so many things going against the Cowboys that. But absolutely, you could probably snake Zeke on the cheap from somebody if they're a little spooked. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a trade. I saw this on Twitter. Uh, Shout out Kyle Yates. Um, I saw this on Twitter and I thought about it a lot since I've seen it. And I thought about screenshot it and sending it to Joe because Joe has this particular player he was talking about in trading for Zeke after week one. His week one proposal on a trade, if Zeke has a bad game, was James Robinson for Ezekiel Elliott. James Robinson is going up against the Houston Texans who had historically the worst run defense in the league last year. Trash. Hot garbage. Let's say Robinson goes out and drops fucking 34 points. Zeke puts up like a 12 to 15. I would say that's a bad game for Zeke, 12, 15. You're expecting 20s from Zeke. You might be be able to get someone who's just like, you know what, I see a trend here where the end of last year, this is all Zeke was doing. He's starting it again. James Robinson was, you know, what was he, top five running back last year? And he's already starting out of the gate hot. You know, ETN's hurt. There's nobody to take fucking carries from him. Yeah, I'll take this trade. I could totally see it. The more I thought about it, I was like, I that, I yes. If you play fantasy, you're probably gonna be like, yeah, no, yeah, get rid of that. But I could see some people pulling the trigger on that trade. And I who knows? I mean, it's... you never know. That trade might end up being great. Robinson could be a stud again, and the trade was just Honestly. mute. But I could see there's huge upside for the person who trades for Zeke early, obviously, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was an interesting one. I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, that is a running back for sure you could dangle in front of somebody. Yeah, got a great match at week one. Um, but we'll see. I mean, let me ask you this. If you have any other running backs in Tampa, are you starting any of them? I don't know. Your face just said it all there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just especially like, especially being the first week. Like last year was a little bit easier because you knew Ronald Jones was more the runner. Fournette was, I guess, kind of the pass catcher, even though he wasn't the greatest at it. But like, you know, that's kind of how they split it. Now with Geo in the mix. That's the guy. I'm honestly, telling you right now, that's like, the guy. That's the guy. If you have I, any shares in that backfield, that's the guy you want. I wouldn't even start him being the first week, but if you were to start any of the three, that would be the guy. Cause he is going to be in there in the red zone too. And outside of Mike Evans, I feel like he could be the second most targeted position, you know, in the red yeah. zone there. I don't disagree with you. I, I think, I think personally, if you're in like a league with uh, like a flex, two flex positions or something, so, you know, like you're that, playing like, team, like your flex. number five wide receiver or number four wide receiver. I think Geo is a sneaky flex play this week. 
I think he's yeah. a guy where you're going to be playing a dude and they're going to be like, wow, he's playing Giovanni Bernard. I mean, Gio was taking with the number ones. He was taking first down snaps and third down snaps. And last time I checked, there's only two other downs. So he's getting 50% of one through four. And yep. it's usually a punt team on fourth down. So really Jones and Fournette are getting second down. I could see, I could see Gio being James White for Tom Brady. I mean, James White finds a way to be fantasy relevant. Every year Brady was, was in New England. Um, you know, it was always, oh, you don't want any shares of that New England backfield. Well, if you're in PPR league, James White was a nice guy to have on your bench to spot start every now and then. Um, and I believe over the last, like, I want to say three or four years, James White has more receiving.